0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, my name is Bookie George Taylor and I was just on Tea with Tay.
2: I'm dressed up like this because I have a powerful guest on my couch. We don't like my <sighs> new
1: couch. I
0: know.
2: I said to myself, what will I wear to impress this woman? (laughs) Because she's, she's not easy to impress. Because she's seen it all. My (laughs) guest today is Bookie George Taylor. Please put your hands together for my honorable guest. Now, Bookie is the CEO and founder of Robert Taylor Media. Media, sorry. I said media. (laughs) We're not started yet. He's also the founder of Crawl App. It's an amazing app where you get to live your best experiences in Lagos. Yeah, yeah from restaurants to um, lifestyle to
0: art galleries, everything. Tourism, art galleries. Yeah. So
2: everything is on that app clubs, nightlife. I'm so happy that you founded that app.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited.
2: Finally, we can be directed about our nightlife and everything want <laughs> exactly. to do. But it's so good to have you on. I,
0: I, I was so worried that you were not going to come on because you're very busy. I have cold feet, but then, you know, when you call me, then that's serious.
2: No, but I, I, you know,
0: I take—I don't play with you, so I—I I, I knew I knew that I would come. Thank you so but much. But I had cold feet, and thank you for talking me out of that. Because sometimes yeah. I
2: need that. Also, because I understand why you would probably have cold feet, but I mean, this is more—this is more about inspiring younger women sure. and people who want to probably to the same path as you have done over the years. <laughs> um I know that. You are so grounded, there's so many things that you do, but let's, let's start with your journey as bookie George Taylor, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember one time we were speaking and you, you told me that you had, you were you were in school in, in America and you had worked as a bartender. A
3: waitress,
0: actually. A waitress. Yeah. It's one of my favorite summer jobs. So I went to school in Massachusetts and every summer I'd go to DC to go hang out with my cousin. And there was this black comedy club called Teddy Carpenter's House of Comedy. Um, And I waitressed there. And I learned a lot doing that. How old were you then? Uh, 17. 17? Yeah. Okay, so you used to leave
2: school like during holidays. And how was it like? Is it like, is it the same way like where you waitress here in Nigeria? Or is it a different experience? You know what? There's a part
0: of me that really wishes that. waitressing and working in a restaurant or a bar here could be seen as something as a decent job really. And truly a lot of our university students can make some money from that for school and everything else. A lot of people are waitressing. A lot of people are Mm -hmm. working in the movie theaters. You know, you want a waitress that can speak to you properly, present your menu, Mm -hmm. tell you what to drink, tell you what to eat, make suggestions. It should be somewhat very, very Leonard. So it is, and I think we're slowly, slowly getting there, to be honest. And if you've seen, Lagos is changing very, very quickly. We have a lot of very high-end spots coming up and a lot of fancy things going on. There's a lot more in the pipeline, some of which I'm privy to. And I don't think the whole country is really, really ready for what a lot of amazing people are creating. Yeah. So there's going to be a need for... We, we don't want a waitress. We don't want people to think that waitresses are house girls. Yeah. They're not. They're providing you a, a service. service. They're making yeah. you comfortable. They're your hosts for the evening. You know? So, I mean, when I worked, when I worked at Teddy Carpenter's House of Comedy, some of the rules were simple. We had to wear all black. Your face had to be made up. And you were not allowed to give out your phone number. You had to sign that you couldn't give out your phone number to a customer. So if a customer liked you, the only choice they had was to just keep coming back to the club and keep spending. Wow. Yeah. We had those rules that kind of protected the girls and stuff like that. You couldn't do that.
2: But were there girls who just tried to find you? No, you couldn't. You'd be
0: fired. No joke. You could, you were not allowed. We had to sign. We weren't allowed to give out phone numbers. It was a job. You had your section and you had to make sure you're, you had to know how to sell. You know, here, our waitresses are still serving. Yeah. They need to understand that it's also marketing. You have to sell. So when a job like I had at, at, at Teddy's house, our salaries were so little. It was very, very small. Mm. Your money came from the amount of sales you could make. So this is not a situation where I've served a table and there's champagne in the bucket and it has finished and I'm going away. I'm there to convince you to buy more. Because that's how you make your own money. Because that's how I'm making my money. I have my 15% gratuity. You are going, you 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 have to buy. If you buy chicken wings, I'm going to ask you if you want some French fries and some nacho chips and a dip. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. So at like
2: 17, you already had this level of, of experience. Really I learned on, it. On I the learned it from 10. Oh, what were you
0: studying at the time? I was studying African-American history. I studied African-American history with a minor in women's studies.
2: Yeah. So like when you were, when you were done with school, you now moved back to Nigeria to set up
0: your Mm-mm. business? DC. I moved to DC finally. Oh. Um, I did a lot of work there and then I moved to Canada. I lived in Winnipeg, Manitoba for about eight years. And then I set up my company while I was in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Bobby Taylor Company, was founded in Winnipeg, Manitoba, 20, 2007, September 25th. And then by 2009, I was already coming back and forth. Why, why did you decide to come back? I put the information about my company out there and I did, you know, strategic ways to do that. I, I worked with the future awards for some stuff and I've talked about this quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I did strategically mm-hmm. try to place my brand here because I eventually wanted to be here. Um, and. You know, the jobs kept coming. I think the first one, the first job that flew me to Lagos was Debanja's launch of The Entertainer. I handled the PR for that.
2: So, but the time that you moved here, was PR already or, or a thing here? No, it wasn't. So no. why were you so confident
0: that you were going to make it here in Niger? I thought I had something that nobody was, nobody knew that they had. There were a lot of people doing amazing PR work, but they were calling themselves journalists. Oh, so there were people that were already here doing the work, but then we had the whole habit of, you know, college journalists to help me plug here, here, and here. Okay. No one was really thinking about the strategies behind all of these things and different ways to communicate and all of that. For example, I remember that I used to put my press releases on Facebook notes and tag all the journalists. That's how I used to put out my press releases on Facebook. People laughed at me. They thought it was wow. a joke. But it was just the quickest way for me to get all this information out to all these journalists whose personal phone numbers and email addresses I didn't have yeah. at the time. And people were picking up stories. They were picking up stories.
2: I mean, so wait, let's talk about you moving back here and mm-hmm. establishing Bobby Taylor. It's now called Robert Taylor, but it's now Robert Bobby, Taylor, yeah. Bobby Taylor at the time. So when you came here, you, you came for the antenna, the launch of the album, right? Mm-hmm. It was a very green market, like mm-hmm. you were one of the first people who probably put it as an umbrella term, PR, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How was it, how easy was it getting clients? How was how it, well, because you we were young at the time as well, because mm-hmm. if Robert is 15 years now, as you say, you're probably 25-ish when you started. So, at the 25-year-old, who started a, a a company that was not really a popular industry here, How did you navigate that space at the time?
0: So, I think that you know, one of the most strategic things that I did was partnering with the Future Awards mm-hmm. to handle the gift bags. The gift bags right. were provided by Bobby Taylor. Right. And inside those gift bags was a one-pager on what my company was about. And every winner received those gift bags. And in those gift bags, I had different things. House of Tara gave me a whole makeup kit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, T.Y. Bellow had, had just released an album. She autographed all of it. Um, uh, Mr. King shirts, or new books. I just got a bag and filled it with all these amazing goodies. Mm. And my thing is, I want to be a sponsor and I'm giving all your winners the bags. So as they're calling the winners up on the stage, they're presenting the winners with Bobby Taylor bags, right? And that's how I got my first phone call from the bench was from the bags. Mm. So I think that's one of the most strategic ways that I introduced my brand into the market. Yeah. And honestly, I leverage very heavily on networking. This is Lagos and that's how it works. You have to network. You
2: know. You know some people say about their lives that oh, it's not by networking. You have to be very in, in your work. And
0: when no, you, you work, can very you can be very in your work and you can have that attitude after you finish the network. <laughs> 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 well, after so
1: you that's become a, a necessary
0: evil, then you can.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? So you agree that networking is a big part. It is huge. This is a city that we live in. Hmm. You're not getting your legs into doors just based on what you studied so in school good and telling yeah. people that you're amazing. And you know that one of our quickest way to travel information or one of the quickest ways information travels here is word of mouth. True. So you need somebody else to say you're good. Yeah. So you better network your way and get ready to do some good work so that the word can spread. Right. It's not by, you mm-hmm. know, billboards are great and everything else, but we rely heavily word of mouth. If people are calling people every day for information. They would rather call and ask you mm-hmm. who the best barber is that cut yes, your hair as opposed yes. to going to look through the yeah. list of barbers on the internet.
2: Yeah. Um, huh. I think that like, oh, Nigeria is a very different space. It's a very different space.
0: And to be very honest with you, a lot of people gave me chances. Hmm. A lot of people believed in me. So Alex Couture, for example, that owns Le Connoisseur, he was the first person that brought me into the alcohol industry for me to handle the PR for Bacardi and for Grey Goose. And from there, you know, you're introduced into the whole restaurant bar scene and all of that stuff. So there are people that gave me chances that I have to give kudos to. Mm. Even my very, very first client, who was Ekene Onu, the author of The Mrs. Club, she saw Mm. my press release somewhere saying that I had launched this agency. And she called me and I remember her bill was the smallest bill ever i was just so excited you to get my first client mm-hmm. because the plan was get your first client and show these guys what, you, what you can do do you understand so and she lived in atlanta she had written this chick literature called the mrs club and i flew back with her to lagos and we did media rounds i called everybody i emailed everybody they would see bobby taylor they thought it was some boy (laughs) (laughs) was that intentional the name bobby taylor because of when because when i started it was very my company was geared towards entertainment bobby taylor was entertainment right entertainment and lifestyle um and i thought that i would need something very masculine to penetrate this market because it just wasn't a lot of women doing a lot of things in that space right? So I just felt that I needed to be able to play ball too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just picked my grandfather's names. My, my, my maternal granddad is Robert and Bobby for short. And my grandfather mm-hmm. is George Taylor. And I picked the Taylor. So Bobby Taylor. But then when I turned my company turned 10 years old, we, um, we decided to rebrand completely yeah. because we have a corporate arm and we have a um contemporary arm which is the lifestyle bit and then we've now included hospitality because we're finding that you know we're doing a lot of work and we've been doing a lot of work in the hospitality space and now that nigeria is slowly opening up for tourism it's the best it's one of the best times to be in the market doing that in that space and i think that like you want
2: to, one of the leaders in this hospitality space in terms of like your work and what you have done with this brand over the years. But before we get into the hospitality bit, right? I want to know, because you just study PR or comms, right? Mm -hmm. Between the years in um, Canada and you work in America, were you in
0: some comms department
2: somewhere? Did you get all this experience My mother has
0: a master's in PR from Boston University. And I grew up, Around press. So it was something I already knew. I watched her a lot. Um, You know, I've seen her type press releases. Mm. I've seen her, you know, lead press conferences and things like that for Nigeria Airways at the time. So I was doing a lot of stuff, even when I was in college, that was very PR and comms related. Mm -hmm. But because it was so natural to my world and my life, I didn't really think think to, to tag it. If I could go back in time, I would study comms. Yeah. And mass comms. I would. But then again, there's no greater teacher than experience. So.
2: Ooh, and you've had,
0: a I've had of people that have walked into my office with masters in comms and everything. And when you throw them right in the middle of a crisis, you know it's, 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 it's heavy <laughs> for them. No, it's true. There's no, Nigeria will teach you that no book no book. No book where you go read. <laughs> Only prepare you uh, for read. everything. Yeah. You know, you have to experience it. You have to know how to do it. So, um, yeah. Speaking of preparation for
2: this space, right? I know that you deal with a lot of people in this space, especially men. And before I met you, I thought I felt like you had this very tough exterior, right? When I see Bobby, like, <laughs> this is not a joke, like, I'm scared of, I'm not scared, I'm, I fear Bobby in that I'm not, I'm not scared of what she would do to me, but I'm, I know not to cross Bobby. Do you understand that level of? That's terrible. So it's more respect than, no, no, let me tell you why. So bad. No, 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 Bobby, let me tell you why. In this space, women can be relegated. Oh, she's a woman, they might cut her out of a deal, they might not respect her. A lot of women need to do extra. Yeah. To match up with the men in this space.
0: But you, are one person- but let me tell you the most amazing thing. I don't want to match up with any guy. I want to match up with myself, right? Yeah. So I've never seen myself in the field as being in competition with any of the guys. Mm-hmm. Take me for what I know how to do. As a matter of fact, don't pity me. I bet you that I can do my job too. Mm. I don't need a penis to do my job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Say it's it again, true. please. We didn't hear it's that part. true. First? I do not need a penis to do my job. Yeah. I can do my job by learning, by putting my best foot forward, Mm. by personal development. I can do my job based on so many things. Mm. And yes, it is true that in the industries that I've played in, even when it comes to, let's say, my work I've done in nightlife, lots of guys, you know, are Mm -hmm. in that space. Very few women. But you know what? I had it at the back of my mind that, Buki, you doing any work in this space, Mm -hmm. it's very easy for anyone to label you any of the derogatory, the derogatory words that they call women when it comes to working in that space. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be professional and you're going to show them that this is business and that it is possible to be in business in that space. There is such a thing as the business of nightlife. Though,
2: because what I, I know that these are your principles, but you hit some like,
0: hard, hard... I uh, won't lie to you. Every single time I've had to launch somewhere or put together the sickest guest list somewhere or get a venue deals with other brands and things mm. like that i have given that stuff 120% my team and i you're either coming in and showing out or go home mm. once i do it once i do it twice four five 10 20 what more do you want to prove call mm. bobby she has a magic touch you know that that's a, that became
2: a thing in lagos right call bobby call <laughs> it's not a joke like there was a time where, call Bobby Taylor. Yeah. And they're calling call you up until this date. Call Bobby. And I think that's what, actually, that probably influenced your move into like hospitality proper. Sure. Because you were doing a lot of corporate comms, you are doing like... And we pro- still are. Yeah.
0: We still are, but we're just, the com- the agency is just very diverse now. And just, I've been able, and it took me 15 years mm. to identify the markets that I wanted to service. Corporate lifestyle hospitality. And it took me this long to realize that you don't have to do everything on your own. Hire mm. the right hands. Pull your team together and make magic. Mm. A lot of people are so obsessed with, I want to do it. I want to do it. Mm. No. Mm-mm. No. Right now, me, Bookie, right now. Shoot. Chill. They're be, chilling. I want <laughs> <But I'm talking laughs> to be rested. I want to to you. know go chill. You need to chill. But you know what? I think I'm going to work for the rest of my life. No, I don't think so. I think so. Can anyway, I tell we you? 60. No, seriously. When I'm 60, I'm going to become a professor. I
3: want to teach in Lagos Business School. I do. Wow. I want to teach comms. I want to teach different topics that I, I know it. about. It seems like you have your
2: whole life planned out. Because I, it's I now that do. you're not... So now, Bookie has launched an app. You have launched an app, right? Oh, man. This okay, is most the most exciting thing. App,
1: right?
2: Yeah, let's get to... Let's, let's talk about your life and how you moved from... You didn't exactly move. a just opened a new channel. To your brand. Right. I
0: think I self discovered. Right. I think that I self discovered the things that I'm really, really passionate about. And I found a way to utilize my passion to Mm -hmm. be impactful, to make money and all of those things. It's very easy to be all over the place, but then what's your true passion and how does it work for you? How Mm -hmm. are you living out that passion? And me, my main thing, and you know, Lagos is so small. I mean, one person passes away today, God forbid, yeah. all of us know the person Yeah, and and it hits you. Yeah. It hits you. I've never seen in my life so many people that I know I've seen that have gone away.
2: Yeah, You
0: know, when you're in the States, you don't know Bob who died down the street. Right? You don't know who that is. Yeah. So because of that, I now realize that life is short. Mm. Everything that I want to do, I'm going to do it even if I fail. It's a very tough resolve Yeah It might work, it might not But I'm going to do it Everything that I've ever wanted to do There's nothing that I've wanted to do That I haven't really done Really? Yeah
2: So like you're not scared about things
0: failing And not going after them No, So when things feel How do you feel about yourself when I'm going back to say Either this is not good for me Or how What is a better way of bringing this out Or I take the crown And watch other people That will do it after me And succeed I say, well, I. I, I, I it's went. a very good place
3: to build yourself. <laughs> yes, of course. Proud
0: of you. I tried that three years ago. I'm glad your time is working. Yeah. Is it like a strong sense of self? I'm getting you. There. I, I I think so. Because, and every- all this started like in the span of like two years, and me approaching the age of forty. I don't think anything freaked me out than knowing that I was going to be 40 because last I checked I was 20 something. (laughs) And then you wake up one day and it's like, you're 10 years shy of 50. What? Golden (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Jubilee.
0: And well, now it's just like, listen, honey, what is everything yeah, you lot of want to my do? My forty-year-old
2: friends who say their life started at forty. A lot of people say they that. they stopped caring about what people were saying yeah, about them. I heard that. They too. went in for their yeah. lives, but like, what? It's just, it's just a number. Like, what, what changes really when you about to hit 40 or when I hit 40? I
1: think
0: that you know, you just realize and you start to take into account everything you've learned all of uh, you know, through the years, mm. and then you start to learn simple things. Keep your circle small. Good friends are good for you. Energy. You learn about energy. Energy. Positive, negative. And you learn that failure is not really failure. It's only lessons learned. Mm. Right? That's where you get to. That's the kind, that's the zen I want to be in. I think you're almost there. Yeah, I think so. I'm working on it. (laughs) I think you're almost there. I was one time we were talking about, um,
2: before I knew that you had done nightlife this much, right? You, you're talking about Cocoon and how you started with Cocoon and what is it is now. actually even then,
0: uh, actually I think did. that my first nightlife project was De That was the rooftop of Mega Plaza back in the day. Wow. I worked for Anslim Tabansi. What year was this? Ah oh, man, shoot, I can't remember. It's been ages. Because I don't even know it. Because I moved. Yeah, De was great. Then I did Nitro. Nitro was a Wednesday night reggae.
3: Mm. That was nice. And then I handled Zemba. The Zemba that we know now. The Zemba you know right now. Does it always
0: My Thursday spot, 90s music, started at 7pm. Was the first time I saw corporates mm. coming out. First time you you saw women who could afford their own drinks. Eh? I will not say first time, that's a bit funny, <laughs> but... You know, you know what I mean? That was the audience. That yeah. I, I, I Zemba but how pulled. did you capture that audience? How do you know the people that needed to be there? How so did you- when I had my meeting with Kamal, I mean, obviously he didn't want, um, he specifically told me, he says, I, I don't really want children, children. Mm. You know, it used to be Paris, Delhi and whatnot. And so that's when I picked 90s music. Obviously, if you're a child, child, you may yeah. not really like McKenstiff mm. yeah. and <laughs> and some old that Biggie is. Smalls, except <laughs> you have an old soul. Um, and then again, we started at seven. And think about it; that was the same time that Sway Bar had done its course. Right, right. I, I heard about Sway Bar. so there was a lot of mature mm. young as well, mm-hmm. but just slightly corporate, slightly you know, cool, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Everybody had whatever it was that they were doing mm-hmm. would we'll just roll through. And keep in mind that you know. I've been working with guest lists for 15 years. I do right. have a database that's gold. You probably know everybody in Lagos. I you? have a golden database. And, you know, I use it. So, you know, Zemba, Zemba was a complete hit. Then we had Bar. Buzzbar is a hit too. You, you, do, um, you, you did work with BuzzBall? Yeah, Z- I Buzzbar. did. Bar, of course.
3: Amazing. Yes.
0: And um, Cocoon on Sundays. Sunday nights at Cocoon is another hit. Um, handled the official launch of Zoya. Wow. So that I did Zoya as well as one of my best projects. Zoya is such a success. Yeah, Zoya is amazing. Is and you know what? Honestly, it is the owners, they're such amazing people. Mm. And they're coming in the game as a business. It's really a business for them. And they're also very, very in tune with customer satisfaction. Mm. It's not necessarily about themselves. If you yeah. notice, they stand at the bar. Yeah. You know, they don't have their own table, they're per se. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they want to be, you know, at, at the bar and mm. enjoy that and have everyone else, you know, have a good experience, so... I-
2: I'm very curious about what, um, nightlife was there or hospitality was then and what it is now. What's the difference between? The difference
0: with then and now is that the average Nigerian walking into a restaurant or a bar wants to feel like they've left the country. We're stressed. Meaning that as an owner of a restaurant or bar, you need to pay attention to even your decor. You are creating a space for us to come Mm. and spend our hard earned money and sometimes money we don't even really have. Mm. you better do a good job we care about service now Mm. we care about how we're treated from the moment we walk through that door Mm. we care if the road to your venue is bad we care if your security says welcome madam we care if you have valet parking if you're a nightclub actually as a matter of fact there's a lot of people that won't go to certain places that don't have valet parking we don't want to park and walk it's ruining our heels Wait, so, wait, so. It's not <laughs> like compass long with the <laughs> Starting but, like, but, to... but, but think about it. We have valet now. Yes. We didn't have valet Everywhere. before. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm my boy, I won't put him out, but you know, he's done a good, he's done really, really well with, with, with valet. Mm. You know, that's happening. And then now there's a call for bottle girls. They're serving rituals now. We like the, pap- we like the, are you vast vast kidding? Vast everything. I just saw this, um, platform called paparazzi. Paparazzi Lagos. Yes. The guy. Who is that guy? That
2: boy was a young dancer who, from, I like, just knew him back in school. From nowhere, I realized that he was doing this. Wow. Like, it's amazing. It's he taps. is
0: doing so well. So our agency reached out to him. we like, listen, how much is it going to cost? Blah, blah, blah. He gave us his fees. He's not cheap. Not He's not cheap. He's not cheap. But fine. he specializes in taking those photos to show that you're going out. Nightlife. Lifestyle. The lifestyle is so he, good. You He's know what, so what I'm saying? So a lot of jobs have come out of this stuff. You know what mm. I mean? And um, as you've seen, there's, there's a huge influx of even foreign-owned restaurants and stuff like yeah. that. And we want to see more local. You know, um, but yeah, it is what it is down to even people that make uniforms for people in that space. Yes. So you can't just wear your t-shirts and everything. A whole industry, a whole industry. And which is the reason why my app would make sense now than before. Hmm. Think about it. We're even slowly moving into a reservation only environment yes. it's coming it's crazy yes it's so it's time for pre-booking I was going to... you are not walking into slow without that booking well you can but <laughs> no because you because know people like, are more comfortable. Everywhere. everyone's asking for everywhere. reservation numbers I was,
2: now. I was going to I was coming to um, Bolivar yesterday night mm-hmm. and the my mm-hmm. ma- I was talking to my manager he's like come I said I, just, I cannot just come to Bolivar Bolivar did book yeah. Even the, day, like, everywhere you have to Bolivar. is a it, massive success. It has become a, like, in December? It is a massive I success. I sat down and I was calculating
0: how much Bolivar made that night. They couldn't let people in. It is a massive success. And guess what? I feel like one of the successes with Bolivar is that it's authentic to its own self. And so, therefore, it attracts people of like minds.
1: Yeah. Bolivar is not
0: looking for everybody. Yes. But, it's described what it is. It, it, it's space a very is. crowd. You know, it's a safe space as well. Mm. Yes. Um, if you notice, not one fight has ever broken out. We, we don't see more, that nonsense yeah. there. Um, everyone's so friendly. Everyone hugs. The energy in there can be felt. Yes. Yes. You know, and Rashida's done an amazing job with that.
2: Amazing. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about your app,
2: cool. right? Because I've no, like, you have literally done everything, Bobby. Mm. And <laughs> and I imagine that right. you thought about it like, what's next? How did you think that oh, an app was going to be the next thing? Because I've gone to, through the app; it's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Why
0: so do you think that I tech think, was the I next? I think thing? I think this stemmed from people calling me and asking me where to go, and people calling me and asking me to make reservations for them. I have people calling me saying, "Buki, I just called." a restaurant mm.
3: and they're fully booked i need you to get me a table and i'm like because ah. you're that girl ah. i said but it's fully booked they're like bookie
0: this it night is important to me <laughs> make it happen and i'm like okay auntie and then i'm calling the owner and i'm like you got you got to create a table for me man. these guys are the type of this is now where I'm selling yes. the person to the owners of the restaurant. I'm like, you want her in your space. She's the kind of person that needs to be seen in your space. And they're like, you know, Bookie, we're sold out, but for you, blah, 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 blah. is done in that call. But it always that. makes exceptions for you, right? Well, kind of. Because you're a Bookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Because
3: they trust you, right, Bookie? They trust my audience, they trust the guest list. It's true. Do you trusted, so so. How have you over the years, right, created
2: this this guest list? This people where you know who are the people to invite for this. You know that if you call your auntie in, in Koi, this is where she wants to go to. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? is over the years you've become this person who everybody wants to go to
3: for this lifestyle and these networking things. and trusted work. It's not more than that. If you deliver over and over again,
0: even if you don't deliver, Mm. but you know how to manage Mm. that kind of a situation, people will trust your work. That's why I tell people to really, really invest in themselves and Mm. invest in personal development so that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, so that you're a trusted brand. There is such a thing as being a trusted individual brand. Mm. It's not just trusted brand that, you know, does X, Y, Z, your person. Um, <clears throat> people know that I like <laughs> enjoyment. <laughs> so if I say you guys have to check this out, they would trust that I'm actually telling them to come somewhere.
2: Nice. So basically I hear you and, I, and what you're saying is that once you build trust over the years for your brand, it's just easy for people to just say it this is, is the right brand. It is. So what is
1: it that, so other that's, people you know, that's, miss? Cons-
0: so again, it's about being consistent as well. You know, when they talk about the success of the business, one of the mm. things that they do talk about is consistency. Mm. And that's why I tell people like, you know, you don't know how many times I've fallen off the bandwagon. Mm. I've fallen off, many many fallen off Of days. course. There are days I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm done. <laughs> I'm moving to Jamaica. <laughs> 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 Which is my, <clears throat> my number one threat all the time. I'm moving to Jamaica. But do you really like Jamaica? I do. It's my favorite place in the world. Really? yeah why i want to live there why i'll talk to you about
1: it <laughs> so, okay
0: um, okay you know there are many times i've done that and there are many times where i've just stopped like and said you know what this is not going how i want it to go mm. and that's where you see me now calling in experts i call in experts for my business i call instruct people that are good with structuring People that are good with different things. I bring them in. I'm like, analyze this business. Where am I going with this? And they're good at what they do. And that's the work. You know, it's, you know, I think we're, sometimes we get too caught up in doing it ourselves. Mm. Strategic partnerships are so amazing and calling in the right people. Mm. Like, trust me. Tell me, so if you wanted to, let's say, do a little strategy session on your personal brand. Mm. And you call six people, you know, in the calm space and you know, all of them yeah. to come and sit with you. We would all probably come and sit with you for no charge at all. And we could help you and sit down with you to dissect your brand. Mm. And so I always say to people, do not be afraid to call in the people that know, because sometimes you need people to see it from outside. True, you from the inside can't really see yeah. it. You need to see what things look like. From the outside, it's just lots of honesty. Yeah, you no, it does. Uh, it
2: comes first. Oh, to completely. Bring other people in yeah. and say, you know And
0: I think that once people learn that every time they fall off the wagon and they get back up, and you know they've re-strategized and they've done all of that, mm. then that's where consistency comes into sp- into play. Consistency is not going all through and doing amazing stuff nonstop. Mm. No, you fail, you lose, and then you win some. But then in all of that, you kept riding. And I think that's what the main thing is. Keep writing.
2: I love this. I love keep writing. I'm going to take this from this talk. But um, speaking of winning, Crawl app is winning.
0: I love that app.
1: I love it. I love it for
0: you. No, see, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not bragging at all. I love Crawl. Crawl is so dope. It is. I'm telling you. The fact that you can open the app and see a beautiful landscape of our entire city mm. changing the entire narrative, opening our city to tourism, even to local tourism. Gone are the days where you want to book a table at a club and you need to know the manager. Why? What's the booking number? And this is what the app is doing for you. Everybody's number there. Descriptions. When we started the app, a lot of places didn't have descriptions. A lot mm. of places I sent forms to said, I'm a restaurant in VI. I'm like, no, I can't put that Nobody on the app. That nothing. tells me nothing. What are you known for? Tell me one dish everybody keeps ordering. I say, oh. Madame is our chicken wings. Oh, they love it. <laughs> I'm like, good. <laughs> You're a restaurant in VI that's known for the best chicken wings in the city. That's a narrative. You have to know how to sell it. Wow. Talk to me. Don't tell me you're a restaurant in VI. So is everyone else. How do you stand out? That's what I want to hear.
3: So a lot of the places I ended up writing um, the descriptions for, which Mm. is what took me two years.
0: A lot of the places didn't have photos. A lot of things. Now anybody that comes to me, bookie, I want you to do. I'm like, you have to do a space shoot. You have to do that photo shoot. Mm. You have to do a food shoot. We now have food photographers. Yes. Open up another. Listen to me. We now have food photographers. We
3: even have people that create cocktails. Burge. I mean, they're doing all of this amazing stuff. The whole, it's opening, it's opening. We're getting there. It's just that
0: no one's, I don't think anyone, I should write an article maybe. I don't think anyone has just put everything together in one space to say that. That's what you're doing. You guys, we are ready for tourism. Just fix our airport. (laughs) That's all we're saying. (laughs)
2: That's all we're saying. Bobby, it's so interesting that, like, until
0: you showed me this app, I didn't realize how much we needed one There's 120 different locations on the app. So even down to arts and culture section of the app, Mm -hmm. it shows you the beautiful terra culture.
3: Yeah. We have plays, guys. You can do dinner and a play. We have things going on. There's yo,
0: listen, there's yoga at Moist. You can do yoga on I the beach.
2: Know you know, because it's so funny when people say, oh... We have all of these things. Because when people... My friends tell
0: me they're coming to Nigeria. And mm-hmm. they to do what? Because beyond... Be we have so much. But... but There's, there's people go- surfing. We have surfing. I mean, what do Yes.
3: In Takwa Bay. What do you want? What do you exactly want? Amala should be seen as a thing, an
0: experience yeah. as well. Yeah relay is amazing with Amala. Uh, Nock is amazing with Amala. Yeah, they are. And our Polo Club is amazing with Amala. If you can get in. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, how, like, how do people rise
2: to this occasion? How do you rise to the point where, oh, you can get into the Polo? Because if on this app, the Polo Club is there,
0: how am, how am I going to get into this app? So Polo is not on the app. Cause obviously you, I mean, it's not necessarily open except you know a member and, 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 yeah. and all of that. Go network if you have to. But I'm just saying, there are things to do. The shrine Mm. is an experience. There's no reason, if five of us decided now Mm -hmm. that we're going to the shrine, you know it will be the most epic night and we'll have crazy stories to tell tomorrow morning. Kalakuta Museum. Who doesn't want to come into the country and you've heard, you guys abroad, you've watched Fela on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to see Fela's museum. Of course, that's one of the places you want to go to. Even having a woman as iconic as Mama uh, uh, from Nikkei Nikke Art Gallery. That's the whole thing. And if you look at how we describe Nikkei Art Gallery on the app, it says, and if you might if you are lucky, you might meet its iconic founder. And then we write her name. Because she's part of the tourism of the She is. is. She's gonna tell you those She has one of the most and- God knows how many collectors, so much going on in this city. You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked. And this app has put, has put everything together. Mm. My favorite part of the app is a calendar. You want to see what's happening in Lagos every single day? It's flat everywhere with details and phone numbers and information. So how does it work now? Do they reach out to you now to say, I want to be
2: part of this? How do you get the information to put on the app? How do restaurants register?
0: So people are registering. They're signing up for the year. And, you know, your yearly subscription involves unlimited flyers. We're getting information from everywhere. And Amazing. we're partnering with quite a few people. We partner with Obi for, um, for OB's house on Mondays. How, how does that put sport? Okay. So you've seen the top of the app where there's videos and everything. Mm-hmm. If you go on the app right now is OB's house. Um, um, I think a recap of last year or something or last time. Mm. That's what's on there and it plays on there. People spend time watching those videos at the top. In December, we had Ralph Lauren advertising on, on the app at the oh, top. For Ralph's opinion. club amazing yeah. yeah so it's the eyeballs as well and it's people watching and yeah. and all of that stuff but also i feel like you've also
2: created the kind of people that go on the app right i feel like you've created like
0: the audience so not everybody can just go in like you have to have a referral code you have to- so we kind of <clears throat> initially you would sign up on the app you will put you on a waiting list and then we would vet and blah 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 mm. and then we decided okay not a good idea um let's Look at how Clubhouse did their, their stuff. Mm-hmm. Let people refer their friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it's worked, it's worked pretty well. And very soon, the more friends you refer, you start to acquire coins. And your coins are going to give you deals around the city. That's my next movement right now. I'm calling wow. all the restaurants and all the bars and I'm saying, you guys, what are you giving mm-hmm. our customers? People are patronizing you. What is for free? What's the discount? Why should they keep coming back? If I have 10 points on my Crow app because I've referred 10 friends. Mm -hmm. What do I get? What do I get
3: for that? Wow. You're you're your Oh, I'm so excited. Bobby, you're you're your bad. I love it. Do you know how much money you
2: make from this app, Bobby?
0: This is your retirement plan, I
3: think. No, I don't (laughs) think so.
0: Honestly, this is just something I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I've done it. You know what That's I mean? Amazing. Like, it's just, Never, it's n- dope. Never did I think that Night Live would this point. And aware. guess what? I keep talking about the power of collaboration. I pulled in one of my boys, Shegun, mm. I know, who's very good, in, you know, in the tech space. He's worked for Microsoft. He's done all these things. I pulled in another one of my friends, Eze. I'm like, you guys, here, here, here's your stake. You guys are working with me on this because mm. I know the information. I know the people. But do I understand when they're talking about UIs and X, ex- that's not that's y'all you y'all, that's y'all, y'all can y'all, to... y'all can deal with that stuff. I just know exactly what I want people to see, and I know that I want people to appreciate the city that they're in, even though we live in the midst of chaos. Um, but there is things to do in your city. Traveling is not fun anymore. True, it's
3: not visa waiting. Is long. Tell me about so this. while you're waiting to go to New York, you can just go to the rooftop and go to Kaylee mm. and look at Echo Atlantic and say, Oh, Lagos be fine though. <gasps>
2: Lagos
0: is fine for people to have one That's not true. That. No, I've studied menus. That's another thing that's, <laughs> we're actually introducing another app. We're putting people's menus on there. People are going to actually show their menus. You can eat a decent meal, honestly, under 10K and enjoy your experience. You don't have to do something overly expensive, Mm -hmm. which is why I've been shouting recently that we need Prosecco everywhere. We do, We need cheap Prosecco. Affordable Prosecco. Having alcohol, 120K, as four girls that have gone out, (sighs) what do you want us to do? (laughs) It's wild. We're about to stand at the bar and beg. Right, so we need affordable prosecco. I keep shouting this one. I'm sure somebody's going to come in very soon with good prosecco,
1: mm.
0: and which is why our wine culture is growing as well. You know, you know, you know. So I think if, that there's there's something for everyone, regardless of budget. Yeah, I, you know how
2: interesting how nightlife has become over the years, or how it has evolved over the years. I I think I was talking to Ibuka and Abukan said at some point you could go to the bar. And gets beer in the club, but right now you can't even do that, like it has evolved from people drinking Baileys as as we spoke before. we got mm-hmm. on this thing too now looking for champagne like they the more premium stuff why 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 ha, why have Nigerians suddenly moved from the beer drinking guys? so to- let me
0: say this, a lot of people don't know, but with us, and i don't know i'm still I'm studying it mm-hmm. I don't know how we do it because we're a special breed, right. Yeah. I've seen it go from a vodka town
3: to a cognac, to a whiskey, to a rosé, to a brute. Our palates change. What's influencing it? I'm not sure. I think that brand
0: visibility as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at what Jameson has done with the Altair community. It's crazy. So that's that. That's their brand. You know mm. what I'm saying? And they've worked hard to identify their their audience mm-hmm. and they've done a good job at that. And they're true to who they are. They're not yeah. flexing for you. All Jameson's events are on the mainland. That's how they like their stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Um I've also noticed a lot of brands going from or a lot of people going from cognac to whiskey. Whiskey's on the rise.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I
0: won't be surprised in the next two years if whiskey dominates the space. So when you see me sometimes sitting down at a club at a restaurant i am studying i actually do study what people are drinking i'm studying you know what people are asking for i look around the room what is what is everybody drinking right now Mm. what are people enjoying um and i don't know if it's because i worked for the alcohol brands and and all of that but it was important for me to also be in that space to understand the brands that i was working for so it changes so you still find some bars that sell beer. There are beer drinkers. Most mm-hmm. of the beer drinkers I know will buy their beer and then buy champagne for everyone else.
2: Yeah, making <laughs> up like still we're not getting money, but we just like beer. Why is there so much pressure? Because you know there's one time where I go club, they could just say my not bring one hundred twenty k, one hundred fifty k to buy champagne.
0: So it's, it's tough. Much it's, tough. it's expensive.
1: And a champagne, and a
0: it's pricey. You know, for somebody who doesn't have money, I drink a lot of we champagne. We haven't even gotten into buying champagne by the glass. Oh, because so that's the thing. It is. Or they will never sell for you by the glass. It is.
2: Maybe as a restaurant. Maybe.
0: I went, Um, I got invited to this, Um, oh, what was it? It was an alcohol event in, in Germany. Mm-hmm. And when I was walking around the stores and everything, because it shows you everything in the nightlife, in the restaurant, all that space. There was a certain machine that I saw that can cork back your champagne bottle so that you can sell by the glass so that it doesn't lose its fizz and it doesn't, you know, go off.
3: But how many glasses would you buy to have a great time? Maybe three glasses. One bottle of champagne has only six glasses in there. So when you do the math in terms of how much a bottle is, then you can see that it's pricey not cheap.
0: We need prosecco. <laughs> no, I mean, we I mean, need a prosecco that's like thirty k. Honestly, even like but then it needs to be. It needs to be positioned yeah. very well. Look at affordable Jameson. Yeah, but it's still positioned very well. No mm. one's gonna look at you and say, "Oh, dang, he drinking Jameson. What's wrong with him?" No one's
2: gonna say that. No, but where's that point? Our nightlife now, where if your table set, like they never said ask you to stand up. For of me, of if I
0: see a guy drinking Jameson, I think he probably has an okay 9 to 5. Is it okay? He's a decent guy. But then guess what? If I see you popping 500 bottles, I ain't trying to get picked up in the middle of this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to jail with you. <laughs> no, but no,
2: no let, me, let me tell you how, how crazy it is. I know guys who don't even drink alcohol. Who will come into the club they don't order the table food. They're not drinking at all. But they need to stay on that table because they've booked it, right? Who's going to drink all of that
0: alcohol
3: them? Then that's they when, when they all
2: attract people.
0: all the people to come in here so that you can have the livest table. This is the industry. This is what's happening. I never bought champagne in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I like me they drink
2: champagne every day. Because a lo- couple of people will always buy champagne. Because if I think about it, um, Buki, how much, because I like this night, li- not nightlife. I just like lifestyle. I, I, love enjoy- I love enjoying myself and going out, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to go and drink champagne outside. Even the champagne I will buy at to shop, rights, It's way, way cheap. Like, why do, why do these, establishments put it at such a high cost. Is it cost of covering other things? If you actually
0: look at the price of champagne in the stores right now, it's actually gotten very expensive. It's actually now the same price of what we were buying um in in the lounges and in the clubs now. It's pricey. It's still pricey. And then again, you have to think about dollar exchange as well. That's affected things too. You know, it's imported. We haven't we don't have our own champagne brand. But we but but we'll still go out and In numbers to buy this. Oh, please, can I talk about the fact that we have our own alcohol locally? We made alcohol. We have Pedros. Pedros is premium or gogoro. I love it. If you see the packaging and the bottling.
2: Oh. They've done such a the occasion.
0: And then we have Dala made out of a made out of Agbalumo. It's an Agbalumo liquor. Wow. Yeah. So we have all of these things, you know. How they doing? Are they selling? For me, if I was, if I worked with any of those brands, I would market to the diaspora. Because when it blows there. It's not even that. It's all goro We're not, can I get a bottle of a, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, not do that. why not? But then people visiting the continent. People in other African countries might want to taste something from Nigeria mm. or may want to take something back to the US, back to Europe and say, this I found in Nigeria. Mm. I feel it needs to be for the rest of the world. Are you going to help them with your pair of They're all my friends. I love them dearly. <laughs> they do such great work. And I talk about mm. their brands everywhere that That's I go. That's amazing. So, yeah.
2: So let's talk about your comms based. We know that you are great as hospitality and you have really, really helped that industry. But... Let's talk about comms. You've done corporate comms for different organizations right. and you've been in this space for a while. What is the thing that inspires you to do more for your clients? Because there was a time where if you needed comms for anything in Lagos, so to say call Bobby. Mm-hmm. You became the face of comms. Like before I knew what comms were PR was, or comms and PR was, it was your your name, Bobby Taylor, that was always coming to mind. What was the cell that you had that the other people didn't have at the time? Or the people that were coming after you? Honestly, I related? just think I was
0: a walking billboard. Honestly. Because you guys called me Bobby. Nobody called me Buki. True. So every time you said Bobby Taylor, now everything will stick. I think I was a walking billboard. I think that's all that was. And then, of course, maybe coupled with the fact that I showed my work mm. and all of that stuff. Um, I think I think that's probably why. And which is why personal branding is very, very important because I'll tell you, being called Bobby Taylor tired me out. I got tired of it. Wow. And there you have the rebrand to Robert mm. Taylor Media and then you have me going back to my name that my daddy gave me, which is Bookie George Taylor. That's
2: like... Uh, Sometimes uh,
0: when people call me Bobby. I'm like, oh, my name is Bookie. I saw
2: that your story where you said, the
0: name is Bookie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my name is Bookie. No, because I'd heard somebody talking Mm. and making reference to me and they're like, Bobby Taylor. I know Bobby Taylor. Sometimes I'm I'm like, who's "Who's that? (laughs) There's a person that's evolved that's just very different right now. And that's just kind of what I want. And it goes into, again, like I said, the importance of personal branding. Mm. This is one of the hottest sellers right now in the comms industry. Everybody wants to stand out. Everybody wants to be seen as a thought leader in their industry. Mm. Everybody wants and cares about their personal brand. Mm. You know, I've seen different MDs of companies that have done amazing work for the past 20 years with a particular organization and they're resigning and there's nothing on them anyway. Meanwhile, they've made some of the greatest transformations. They've done very impactful things that impacted the society and all of that
3: no way Mm. you retire you're forgotten that's it there's now a need to almost immortalize people's work
0: and people's names Mm. positively as a matter of fact it's from personal branding that when crisis happens to you Mm. that you're able to bounce back
3: yeah because you have a history of
0: being a certain way and doing certain things you know what I mean? So it from helps. the beginning, you have to be strategic. It doesn't save you, but it helps.
2: Yeah. So from the beginning, you're saying that every brand has to be strategic about their placements. What
0: I think I don't think everybody. I think you have to work to the point where you are strategic about it. Mm. Because you can't come today. Let's say I decide today that I want to be a musician.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've not launched one mm-hmm. album and you guys have never heard my song, but I want to personally brand myself as the best music. It's not going to work.
3: Mm. I keep telling people, no amount of PR will save you if you're not good. True. No. Forget it. You might enjoy the wave uh temporarily, but uh eventually the floss will be exposed if that makes any sense. And because
2: Lagos is such a crow place where word of mouth is a thing. It is a thing. By the time you do one time, two time they don't talk about amongst
3: themselves. Yeah, no, no Don person. can cancel you. And it's so hard to even get back after you've been cancelled Yeah, in yeah this. it is. We're very unforgiving. Quite.
0: Very, very unforgiving. Look at how we, we decide to abandon um, a, 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 a restaurant or
3: something. We leave. <laughs> <laughs> and you have
0: to rebrand and change your name. And, and everybody your furniture. Will move on. And we're leaving. Even... This location has changed. You have to go away and come back. <laughs> we're so, we're very, very difficult people to please. I feel very, very bad. And I do sympathize with a lot of business owners because mm. their customers are difficult to please. Everybody in Lagos is somebody. Yes, sir. Eh? No. <laughs> Everybody is somebody. Everybody. We're tough to please. And sometimes it's important that we think about the business owners. I know that these guys are also trying their best. Because running a business in Lagos is hectic. It's tough. It's tough. I always tell people, your HR has to be on point, your lawyer has to be on point, and your accountant has to be on point.
2: How do you even find staff? Because there's some people who are great at their businesses, but their staff, they're killing them. Mm. You, can be so, you can have a vision about your brand and what you want to do with yourself and your business, but
0: you can have terrible staff
2: that will run your business aground.
3: So,
0: how do you? For me, that has to do with structure as Mm. well. Once you're able to structure your business, and by the time you understand what your brand is about, there are just certain people that won't even pass it through, or that won't pass through the door, the door to come into the business because they don't align. It's not a good fit. If that makes any sense, it makes
2: a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bobby, for this. Like, I, I've, I've, I, I wish that we had more time. Going, but I know that you have some appointments somewhere, so I'm going to let you go. But I,
0: but please look out for my book because I think that's the next thing that's coming. Yeah, so I've written a book. It's something I always wanted to do, and I've done it. Right? I'm so happy. Yeah, it's called Born to Stand Out, and it's a guide on personal branding. Mm. I think there's a lot to take away from it. Mm. I think that um, there's a lot to learn, and people need to actually invest in Mm. their personal brands. Yeah, doesn't mean you can't have a private life but then your personal brand also matters and how you're positioned as well.
2: And and because of this thing you've said, I just want to ask you, it's a very personal question and over the years, right? I've seen, I, I've, I know that you have ruled different people and you have been in different circles, but you've always held your brand. You've always held it down. What is the thing that inspires you to be, to be bookie George Taylor? Because, like, you stand out, Bookie, amongst everybody. When you're in a space, I know that you're in a space. When, when I hear you, I name, hate I, it.
0: Yeah, I hate it so How much. How can you hate it? I do. That's, not. What, That's what You know what? Pay money if you for. speak to my closest friends, right, and this is probably go- going to be the first
3: time I'm going to say this publicly, I have a full blown phobia for crowd. Full blown social anxiety completely when i walk into a room i don't
0: like to stand out i want to sit down in my corner and just do what it is that i do and i don't know if that stems from working in the comms space because when you work in comms and if you're a true comms person you supposed to be asking about you know <laughs> that you're a kingmaker and
3: not a king yeah and you're comfortable with the grace of being a kingmaker, mm. not necessarily the king um
0: but this I, I don't mind standing out in my industry, but as a person walking into, a, I just don't want to. I just want to do my work and go away. But you I think know, because you have done your work so
2: well over the years, mm-hmm. you are almost, you are almost a king on your, in your own right. Mm-hmm. Do we agree? Yeah, but we really like the kingmaker part. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we like the king. that's a good way to put it but then again uh, you know that you're also yeah. a king, yeah.
0: but i mean just positioning uh, if anyone's going to notice me i want to be noticed for my work mm. do you know what i mean I, I i don't want to be noticed for anything else yeah. to be honest um i want to be noticed for the work that i do mm. and i want people to see me because like you said when we started this interview bookie there's this barrier and mm. all of this stuff and it's like no there is a clown behind that wall <laughs> and there's a very normal girl mm. <laughs> look at me calling myself girl i'm gonna be 40 <laughs> <laughs> um there's a very normal woman behind that with mm. flaws with mistakes with mm. all of these things that i pridefully and gracefully mm. wear on my sleeves but you know I'm a human being. And I think it's very difficult in this market where we almost immortalize people because you put so much pressure on them to be so perfect. Mm. And we forget that these guys just want to also let their hair down yeah. and breathe. And that's when you find people, you know, instead of going out, they're probably organizing privately in their own homes where
3: they can be themselves.
0: I I'm mean, telling you, and
3: that's one of the attractions with a place like Bolivar. If you wore... Your
0: seven, your nine-inch heels and a body con. You're playing. You are your comfortable self as you are. Yeah. You're welcome. Everybody's you know? welcome. So I think that we're also moving into an era. If mm. you notice the narrative across social media and everything's really, really changing, mm. people want to be themselves wow. more. You're celebrating skin with no makeup. You're celebrating bald headed chicks. Now it's cool. Mm. So you have tribal marks and we love that. You know, you have skin discoloration included, and you're you're yeah. you're beautiful still. Mm. You know, you can have your own style now. Mm. You don't have to follow a trend. You can wear an oversized skirt and sneakers and come out and say, This is my thing. And everybody respects and that. And everybody respects that. Because you own your own and you're who you are. That's the kind of stuff I'm in love with right now. But that's
2: who you've always been,
0: right? Kind if of. One, it was not popular. Kind of. But I think at the same time, there was a lot of pressure to conform mm. to what society expected of, of me. me. So that's why the whole professional look. <laughs> now I'm just like, I got my curly braids on. What would you be wearing before uh oh, they're giving you the structured wig and the thing. <laughs> you should. What did I tell you on the phone? I'm like, can I come in my boo boo? Because I cannot. I wanted you to come in your boo boo. I, I told, told you and he was like, oh, it's Women's Month. Mm. You know, I want to talk to some professionals and everything. So I gave you some slacks and no, but a shirt you had, and whatever.
2: We like, you know that you're Robert Taylor. if if you came in just joggers and sneakers,
0: you would still. You know really that's able- where I want to get to. I said I want to wear pajamas everywhere. <sighs> But that's the thing I was saying with
2: women, right? Right. They may not take you seriously. They I don't think, take me seriously. When I open my no, mouth. No, but Vookie, they would. But uh, do you admit that across board, women have to do a little more? Of course.
0: We always have to do a little more. We've always had to do a little more. We're juggling home.
3: We're juggling family. And then, do you know the amount of hours we put in at home? Talk less about work. It's very, very heavy and that's why people
0: should be very, very accommodating especially when it comes to women because us showing up in the workplace is not all our life is about. Yeah. You've already dealt with your own. You're a guy. You go out in the workplace and you come home, she's cooked for you. Y'all ain't cooking for us we didn't cook now. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't cook now, we did playing the a chef now. To make them- but I understand I mean, it. there's just so much. And then you talk about, you know, having children mm. and then struggling to be the best mother. There's no guilt or there's nothing that will make a woman more, feel more guilty than if she felt she was being a bad mother. I think we've always had a voice. I mean, there's been a lot of iconic women mm. with great voices, but I mean, social media is just amplifying those voices. Mm. We are very vocal We know what we deserve. Mm. And I think that we're getting to a point where we know Mm. what we deserve. We're not trying to play ball with the boys. We just want to do what it is that we do and be compensated or appreciated Mm. for just that. So that's a good narrative. You're not trying to really compete with the men. You just want a place in this place. Just put me right there and give me what I deserve Mm. regardless of if I'm male or female.
1: Mm.
3: What I'm saying to you is you're telling me that this job here Is $90,000. If I'm a woman, I want
0: 90. If the other person is a man, give him that 90. Don't give him 120 and give me 90. Because the execution is still the same, is there, regardless. You know, the only time at what point you give me 90 is if I'm not doing a great job and, you know, Mm. I'm two seconds of being thrown out the door. But other than that, once I deliver, give me for what it's worth. I'm so happy to see
2: women actually taking up space. You know, my former boss, Liz, is also a woman, and, and I see how much how, how she has to work. And but the beauty about it is that in this in twenty twenty as I speak to you, there's too many women who are employed. So, either they're doing a business, or they sell, they're selling hair, but somehow somebody. Oh have no, their we know how to work monies. with our hands very well. Mr. They are Mark. so meticulous about their work, and and I feel like the more opportunities that we, we give women in these spaces. They would even do, I'm not, I'm not trying to compare, but they, they do, I think because they have to prove themselves. You
0: have to look at even just the,
3: the dynamic of being a woman. We're resilient. True. We're nurturers. What better person or what better sex would even run a country? <laughs> it's true. It's true. We will it. treat the country like it was our baby. I love it. Yes. I love it. We will nurture everything. Because, like, like, uh, growing up, right, when, when my
2: granny was in charge of things, I know the difference than yeah. when my grandma mm-hmm. was in charge of things. Mm-hmm. You could just tell that she was, to the last detail, she would be very intentional about it. Of course. She would give the best advice. Sure. She would make sure that everything is sorted. Like, like, I still look onto women for certain advice. mm mm-hmm. Because they put their heart and soul into whatever they're doing. Of course. And I'm
0: happy that... It's have... just by nature. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. It's so nice being a chick, though. Isn't it? <gasps> it don't is. not it do not you guys wish you guys were girls? It's so much they fun. Wish, oh. <laughs> right now, they wish. Yeah. But I
2: mean, like, I think we're in a very good, good space. With, I think so. Especially with women and where the world is right now. Yeah. I'm happy that this is Women's Month and you are the first person on my couch Yay. for Month. So please put your hands together for book yeah Thank you for coming.
0: Thank you. I wish, I hope that I can have you on other
2: that. I yeah, this all
0: yeah definitely. And, and I think it's just, it just yeah, you know how we always do when we get yes, together. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I hope that we yeah, can. Yeah, and I think it's a good time. I'm glad Women's Month is coming. I'm going to be talking on, on different shows and different mm. um, um, webinars. And, you know, I think that, you know, it's it's good to celebrate the women. Yeah, they've done a lot of work. Phenomenal you know, work. Yeah. At the same time, embracing their femininity and at the same time, trying to be soft, mm. even though you know it's hard. It's tough. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's exciting. Thank you for having me. I'm glad Thank I came. you for coming.
2: I, I mean, just one word for a young girl who's probably. Trying to be like you right now, who's saying, oh wow. You know, so I don't
0: think anyone should try to be like me because I think that everyone's path is really, really written for them. So I think everyone should be trying to be the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And which is what I always tell people: the more you look at somebody else and say, I want to be like that person, you lose track. Yeah. You want to be like you, what God has set out for you and what your path is. So what I would tell any woman who wants to be the best version of herself is, you know, know your onions. Um,
3: self- development and personal development is bay. Mm. just learn as much as you can i would say travel open
0: up your mind traveling even if it's within africa even if you have to count your coins mm. forever how long you know do that
3: if you want to take a road trip
0: on a train so you better don't do that um i think that a lot of i, I think a lot of young women need to find themselves what their passion points are, what really makes them tick. The best kind of jobs to go to are the jobs that you love doing.
1: Mm.
0: It's stressful when you're going to a job that you don't enjoy doing. Can tell on your mental health. It can do all sorts of things. <laughs> Look at this.
2: <laughs> ain't job.
3: Thinking here. about her life, my <laughs>
0: producer just like, I really like this. But <laughs> well, thank you so much. And then, of course, believe in yourself. And give it 101%. Mm. And normalize falling down. It's not possible to
3: climb forever. Normalize falling down. It's okay. It's just a sign that you need to stop. Stop, stop. Recalibrate. Go back. Do it this other way. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Even me, I don't call it that advice for myself. Thank you so
0: much, Bookie. Thank you. George Taylor for coming (laughs) on my couch. Anytime. Cheers and thank you for
3: Lipton. Let's get some Lipton in. So yeah.